Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of Teens Fight 2. I'm so excited for this podcast. This podcast will be a blast. Um, well, there's going to be lots of emotions on this podcast. I'm going to be honest with you. I will most likely be crying. Maybe you'll be crying. We will be laughing. We'll be happy. We'll be angry. There's going to be lots of lots of emotions. But not in this episode. This episode, I'm just like getting for you to like know me. So like you don't think like I'm some random 15 year old girl that's trying to help you. Like, no, I had cancer too. And I know like <laughs> the traumatic stuff that you have to go through. And I can't even imagine, like, I don't even want to go through that again because I'm still going through it and it's definitely very hard and no one will understand. Like, I'm going to be honest with you, I hate people that, like, like, I'm grateful for them, but I just don't like how they try to help without knowing what it's like to go through it. Like, I don't know how to explain that, but, like, if you never had cancer, you don't really understand what you have to go through, too. Like, emotionally, physically, mentally, everything. Like, it's hard. Like, I am just in shock that I even went through that. And I'm in shock that you even have to go through that. But even if you don't have cancer, this podcast is for you as well. Because this is also for mental health. Like, this whole podcast is about mental health as well. So, stick around. It will be fun. And let's get started. Okay, so what type of cancer did I even have? And I'm going to be honest, I lied to so many people about my cancer. And I feel so bad for myself, not for them, because like it's not their problem. But I feel bad for myself because I was so ashamed and so embarrassed that I just like lied to everyone. Just like started saying, oh, this is stomach. This is stomach cancer. But like... It's not stomach cancer. And I just said it's stomach cancer because I have a scar on my stomach. But I had Sertoliolytic cell tumor of the right ovary. And what this cell like tumor ovary does is it basically releases testosterone, which can cause male characteristics, like a deep voice, you know? And if you still haven't realized my voice is pretty deep for a 15 year old and i will probably want to like i don't even have a choice but i really want to like start going on pills to kind of like make my voice a bit like softer but not too soft because like i don't know but that's a whole different story but um yeah i had that and i got my right ovary taken out which was not pretty pleasant, but I still have my left one. So if you're still wondering, I can still have kids. No, this is not free birth control. Nope, I would not recommend this at all. But um, 0.5 people have this type of cancer. And that's what makes it so rare. Like this is so rare to have. Okay, well, now this is a real story time. Okay, so. It all started in grade eight. Yes, I know, last year of elementary school. But yes, it started in grade eight and it happened in February 
and what happened was I left math, I think, and I left math, and I went to this room because I was about to pass out. And I was passing out and throwing up, you know? Like, but I thought that was normal because of just, like, my, like, anxiety and stuff. And we will get to the type of, like, mental health that this type of cancer does. But for now, we're just, like, talking how I got it. Okay, so, um, I left math because I was literally about to pass out. And I literally just passed on the floor. And all these teachers started freaking out. And I was just laying on the floor. And then they called 911 and all that stuff. They came, they rescued me. <laughs> like, I always say rescue. Um, they came, they brought me to the hospital. And I'm not going to mention the hospital name, but this hospital is terrible. When I say terrible, I mean terrible. This hospital checked my blood. I'm like, oh yeah, you're fine. Girl, you need to check everything, not just my blood. Like, I'm sorry, like, I'm not a doctor, but like, aren't you gonna check like my paw, my heart rate, not just like my blood? Like, I literally arrived in an ambulance and I'm like, oh, okay, we're gonna take your blood work. Girl, take everything. Like, I was in shock when they said that because I'm over here in a stretcher and they're like, yeah, I wanna take your blood. <laughs> like, that is actually ridiculous. But um, afterwards, they got my blood and they're like, yeah, you're totally fine. Um, my mom was enraged. I've never seen a mom that angry. And I was like, oh, because I'm going to be honest, with you, I hate needles. I cannot stand needles. I am afraid of needles. I do not like needles at all. I'm like, I'm scared of them. And when they said, yeah, you're fine. My mom was like, no, she's not fine. Get more blood work. I was like, no, no, we're not going to do that one. And my mom was enraged because... Like, my voice was so deep for a 15 year old. Like, my voice, like, right now is, like, not bad. Like, I want to be honest with you, it's not bad. If you heard my voice in grade 8 or in grade 7, oh my god, I sounded like Shrek. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, it was so bad. Like, I'm in shock. Like, I'm looking back at, like, snap videos, and my voice is, like, insane. And I was like, oh my god. But, anyways, um... So my mom was like, no, we're going to take, like, more blood tests. And we went to so many hospitals, so many clinics, and they all just took my blood. And um, it was insane. And I had this family doctor, I think that's what it's called. I had a family doctor, and the family doctor did not let us go to sick kids. Because they were like, oh, no, it's not important. Like, you don't need to go to sick kids. My mom. I've never seen a Ukrainian mother this angry. Like, I saw her angry in the hospital, but, like, now it's a whole different level. Like, she wanted nothing but death to this doctor. And she was angry, and she just wanted, like, to find out what's wrong with me. And um, so I barely even went to school. And this is, by the way, this is right when the pandemic hit. Like, COVID, I'm kind of grateful for COVID, but I'm going to let you know later why. Okay, so, yeah. So, um, then I went, so then, finally, three months later... Um, we got our sickest appointment and I went for an ultrasound. They saw nothing bad because ultrasounds just like, I think they just show you like your organs and like how it is not like you're actually like inside of the body. But yeah, so he's like my ultrasound. They're like, you're perfectly fine. I don't know what's wrong. And then my mom was so mad. So she's like, no, I want an MRI. 
We went for the MRI and they see a big tumor. And this tumor, keep in mind, this is like right where my ovaries are. So even like ovaries, I don't think they're that big. They're not big at all. Maybe they are. Let's see how big ovaries are. Um, how big are ovaries? Okay, so. Oh yeah, ovaries are like 2.5 centimeters long and 1.5 centimeters wide. So that's not big at all. And to have uh, a 6 by 7 tumor beside them is insane. Like that's crazy to me. And it is crazy because the doctor literally said we need to have an emergency surgery. This is going to kill you in one day. So, um... <laughs> the doctor literally just said, if you were late to this appointment, you would have been dead the next day. And I was like, oh my god. I literally almost saw death. And I want to be honest, I was 14. I think I was 14. Yeah, I was 14 or 13. I was literally 14 and 13. I don't think I lived um, a pleasant life to even go to the afterlife. But, um, yes. So, then I had my surgery. Um, I literally couldn't walk, and I still cannot run, and that is ridiculous because I was a track runner. She's a runner, she's a track star, but yeah, I was a runner, and I was really scared that, like, I was just, like, scared, because, like, I wanted to run again, I was, like, really sad, like, what if I can't run again, because I started to walk, and, like, that was fun, but I want to run. In my region, there's only Italians, and that's not a bad thing, but um, not really the best thing to have when you're a Ukrainian girl that knows zero English because you went to Russian school for your whole life. But yeah, so I arrived at this new school, and I knew zero English. When I say zero English, I was asking what the word what means. And then once I found out what the word what means, I wouldn't stop saying it. Because the teacher would like say, like do story time. And I'll be like, what? What? Like with my <laughs> with my Russian accent. And um, yeah, so I was already laughed at from there. But it got worse in grade six. Grade six, I would walk and I'd be just like, laughed at being as a joke and I still don't understand why like in my opinion I was really nice to people I knew everyone in the grade I was like try to like help everyone out and I still don't understand why I got bullied that bad there was no point of being bullied I'm gonna be honest with you there's zero no point of bullying and if you are a bully I'm gonna be straight up with you you're a bad person I'm not going to swear because I'm scared that my mom's going to hear this and she's going to whip me, but um, you're a bad person, actually terrible person, and I'm going to go to that in a later time, but yeah, so I was already laughed out, and then grade 7 hit, and that's when my voice started to change dramatically. I went from a chipmunk to like such a deep voice like to like a 40 year old man that has been like drinking whiskey for like his whole life and i was called a man 
I was called so many names. I was called a man. I was called ugly. I was called like so many names that like I, I don't even want to list them because they're so disgusting to even say to someone that like I hate even saying it out loud. <laughs> like if you are a man, I'll call you a man. But calling a woman a man is ridiculous, and that's disgusting. And I know for a fact that this podcast will somehow get to the people that bully me. And I, oh my god, I despise everything that you do in your life. Like, oh my god. But anyways, so then I sounded like a 40-year-old man, and I was called man. And I was just like bullied so bad. And I didn't know that I had cancer at the time. So I just thought that like, I thought I was just ugly and I just, my voice was so deep and I would come home crying. I would even skip school because I felt so ashamed to be myself. I was so embarrassed to even be myself. And that is so ridiculous for a 14 year old girl. A 14 year old girl shouldn't feel this type of way. Going to elementary school, elementary school, keep this in mind, elementary school, elementary school, like, High school, yes. In movies, they show that they get bullied. I'm in high school right now. People do get teased, but not to a this type of level. And I was bullied, and I was so ashamed to be myself. I would cry. I was so, 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 so suicidal. I, I don't even wanna look like see myself from that type of year. 2019, 2018. 2020 was my worst years of my life. I would pray to God that like this will stop. And this never stopped. I went to the teachers. They said, boys will be boys. Are you kidding me? What do you mean boys will be boys? How does that go in your mind to a 14 year old girl that is being bullied in front of your eyes, in front of your eyes, and you're gonna say boys will be boys? It's not only the boys, the girls, the girls would just stand around and laugh, trying to get their attention for their day. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The girls would not do anything. And the funny thing is, I invited them to my bowling birthday. <laughs> like, I, I remember some girl, I'm not going to name her name, but some girl, I found out that she didn't even ask her mom <laughs> because she just like hated me, but she would go up to me and be nice to me and just be kind. And I don't understand that. If you don't like me, don't talk to me. Don't make me believe that you like me. But I don't know, that's just me. But anyways, um, it's just ridiculous how the system did not do anything. And my mother, did not know any of this until I cried to her in ninth grade when I wanted to take a yearbook picture and I couldn't because I kept thinking of all the things that they told me. And that is ridiculous. That is my past and I'm still thinking about it in the future. I have gone to so many therapists, so many places, and no one, no one has helped me. And so I had to do it myself. I had to wake up every single day thinking that I'll be okay. And you know, like the thing, um, what's it called? Oh my gosh, like there's this phrase and it's like, fake it till you make it. 
and I had to fake it till I make it. And no one knew what I was going through. I would cry every single day because I just hated how I looked. And that's just ridiculous. I don't know. But anyways, um, I just feel so bad because for my younger self. And if I could go back to my younger self, I would just want to hug her. Nothing but just a little hug would save her. And I had just one friend that I could call a friend. And her name is Sabrina. And she will be in an episode to kind of show you how it feels like to have a friend that has cancer. And Sabrina, she was such a shy girl. Such a shy girl. And she she never spoke up for herself. And I guess we were like the... I was the more of the brave duo. I was the brave person in the duo. Because she was really shy and she would just like let it go. But I don't let things go. Like I may forgive, but I never forget. And I just... I'm just in shock that that even happened to me in elementary school. I really hope that like you guys speak up for yourself because my number one regret is not speaking up for myself because I'm going to be honest, I only spoke up for like three times of myself in the, in the span of four years. Four years and like that's all. Like I'm just ashamed that I didn't speak up. And I'm praying that you know your worth and you do speak up because maybe you don't have my type of cancer. Maybe you don't even get bullied for having cancer. But, you know, I really hope that whether it's not even about cancer, I hope you speak up for yourself because you will regret not speaking up for yourself because this will haunt you for the rest of your life. And I'm not trying to scare you. It's just from experience, I regret not speaking up for myself. I look back and I'm, I have all these flashing moments and I always tell myself, why didn't you speak up for yourself? Like there was no reason for me not speaking up for myself because I had all these opportunities to speak up for myself and I didn't because I thought I'd get more bullied if I did speak up for myself. I thought that I'd be a more joke than what I already was and that's just sad to me. That's just sad. But I really hope you speak up for yourself because you are beautiful. You are handsome. Whoever you are right now listening to this, you are perfect the way you are. Don't get this plastic surgery. Don't try to change yourself. I mean, if you like, if you do want to change yourself, change it for you, not for anyone else. Because what's the point of changing it for anyone else? Like, there's no... The only validation that you should have is yourself. Like, you should need your validation. Like, if you think that you look pretty, perfect. You look pretty. You're perfect. But if you depend on someone else's opinion on you, that is the probably the worst thing that could possibly ever happen. Because once you start that, it's never going to end. And in relationships... Of course, you depend on your boyfriend if or girlfriend if you say, hey, like, I'm, I'm scared. Like, what if they don't like how I look? Yes, they might not like how you look or maybe they will. They probably will if you're in a relationship, let's be honest. But you should depend on yourself. If they don't like how you look, leave them. Leave them at that current moment. 
because you should know your worth. And on this episode, we will learn how to get our worth back, how to earn our worth, how to see our worth. Because every single one of you guys, like, you all are worth it. You are worth loving, you are worth everything. And I hope you understand that you are beautiful, you are loved, I love you. You are cared for for not for friends. You're cared by your friends, by your family, by every single person in this whole world. <laughs> like you are perfect. And I cannot say this enough. You are perfect. And um um this episode is not gonna be that long, like I'm wrapping it up right now because I don't wanna make a huge episode of just like myself. The next episode will be with my best friend Sabrina and she'll discuss how it feels like to have a friend that has cancer and the traumatic events that the person that's watching your friend has cancer. So if you don't have cancer and you know a friend that has cancer, this episode, the next episode will be perfect for you. But yes, I love you guys. Um, This is the end. For this episode, I love you, I love you, you're perfect, you're beautiful, you're handsome. And remember, please remember this, never forget, cancer will never define the person you are today. I love you guys. Mwah.